welcome to another episode of Open Stride Podcast, y'all. Welcome back to another episode. It's so great to be here. So great to talk to you all again. Last episode I did was Quarterback Musical Chairs Part 2 with my man Xavier X-Factor. Shout out to him, man. Um, now we're moving on to this episode. Now I am doing this one solo, so your boy's back talking this shit by itself. So we about to we about to make this thing all that. So last time I did the episode by myself... That was put put some respect on my name, and I went. I kind of went in on that one, <laughs> but I don't think I'm going in today. I don't think I'm going in today at all. Um, I just came to talk to y'all about some sports, man, to keep this uh, to keep the show on the road. So, before we get into some sports, I got to talk about it. With Will Smith being my favorite actor of all time, I got to talk about it. Will Smith slapped the shit out of Chris Rock. I mean. <laughs> dog, I don't. I'm not trying to laugh at it, but dog, he slapped the piss out of Chris Rock, and it. I honestly, just like the most most of us, thought it was fake. I was just like, "Ain't no way in hell, Will Smith, Will Smith, slap Chris Rock like that. Like, there's no way." But they said it was true. They said it was true. And, <laughs> dog, Chris Rock, I guess you're going to learn to keep your wife's name out your mouth because that was disrespectful as hell, dog. I'm going to tell you one thing. If I was Chris Rock, and I know everybody do that, if, I was, if that was me, that was me, that was me. Bro, when I say if that was me, I really mean this without, like, if I was, if I was, not even if I was Chris Rock, bro, if I was Chris Rock, homeboy. And we was at that thing. Oh, no, we weren't leaving that Oscars. We weren't leaving that, John. We we would have caught Will in the back. Ain't no way. Ain't no way you go slap me and, and humiliate me in front of everybody. And you talking about wow. <laughs> I'm a wow. He got slapped. He said wow. <laughs> Will Smith just slapped the shit out of him. Yeah. Now it's go time. Bro, now I said if I was Chris Rock homeboy. But it like we'll not leaving that until we get a one on one. Hey, Will Mahology. No, 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 we all good. Hey, Will, are you we Will? Come on, let's go to the back. Yeah, me and Chris got something for you. Come on, yeah, bring bring on, bring whoever you want with you. It don't matter. Bring bring your whole crew with you. We we good over here. Come on to the back. We got a holiday. Listen, you can't leave this premises until you get my boy a one on one. Yeah, yeah, it got to go down right now. Right now, so take your suit off, take that tux off, take you know, so put the put the award down because how I'm feeling, we'll take that from you right now. But we about to if you whoop them, you whoop them. We not jumping like, like I said. You can come back here with all your people. We not come back here with security guard with this punk ass. Come on back here, and this is what we go do. Y'all get y'all one in the bathroom. After that, we go all put our tux back on and go to this after party. But we not leaving here until we get that done. If that was my, if Chris Rock was my homeboy. Now, if I was Chris Rock, bro, we would have turned that stage into WrestleMania 28. A table, ladders, and chairs match. That would have been a table, ladders, and chairs match. And that we, that stage would have been WrestleMania 28. And I would have turned it into a table, ladders, and chairs match. And I would have came off the top rope on Will Smith's head. Ain't no way in hell that man, dog, my thing about Chris Rock is, Bro, like, bro, 
Like, you ain't been rich all your life. Have you, have you never seen a nigga walk up on you like that with intent to kill? Man, like he had no defense, no reflexes, no nothing. He just stood there and took it. That's what made me think it was fake. I think he was more shocked that it even happened. Like, ain't no way this nigga gonna slap me in front of everybody on, on the live stage with 15 million, people, 15 million people at home watching. Ain't no way in hell he go do that. That's probably what he was thinking. But, bro, when the dude walked on the stage and was coming towards you, put your guard up or something. Like, do something. Dodge him or something. Duck and weave or something. Put your block it or something. Like, you just took it. That's why I thought it was fake. Because I was just like, bro. Ain't no way in hell. But it is what it is. It happened the way it happened, and Chris got his ass slapped. But I'm telling you, if I was Chris, baby, we would have turned that that Oscar stage into a WrestleMania 28 match, and it would have been a table, ladders, and chairs match, and I would have came off the top rope on wheel. You, I would at least tag him. I say it all the time, bro. When I get into it with people, like if I get into it with somebody I know, like, I got a chapter. No, I can't hold my... I cross fraternity, fraternity, Alpha Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, right? And I cross the chapter. And I get into it with some of my bros. It's all love, though. They know that. And um, ain't no hard feelings. My main thing is with my bros and I get into it with them, all people I talk to that I know, my main thing is, bro, I'll take an L. I have no problem taking an L. That's my thing. Like, I have no problem. Like, we go get out there and we go squabble. Cool. We go get out there, we go squabble. If you whoop my ass, cool. My thing is, as long as you don't kill me, as long as you don't OD on me, beat me while I'm asleep, I haven't taken a lot of L's in my life when it comes to fighting now. So don't think I'm going to have you get my ass whooped. I haven't took a lot of L's, but I have took one or two in my life. I ain't going to say I'm Mike Tyson, even though he got his ass whooped a couple times. I ain't sitting here and saying I'm Floyd Mayweather, 50 and 0. I'm saying, bro, I took some L's before, but I took way more wins, W's. But I haven't had fight. Since I've been in college, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm too old. Like, not saying I'm too old to fight, but I just haven't been. I have, I'm smart enough to, to not put myself in the situation to get in a fight with somebody. I'm going to say that. So I haven't fight in a minute. Like, when I was in high school, we was fighting once a week. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a nigga whoop me. Sometimes, most of the time, I whoop a nigga. So my thing is, Chris Rock, bro, either you go whoop him or he go whoop you. But you got to take, take one route. You can't just let the nigga slap you like that in front of everybody, then walk off stage like ain't shit happening. Bro, take your L. Fuck it. Take your L. You already taking the L for getting slapped and not doing nothing. Take another L by getting your ass whooped. On, on, but swing or something. That's my thing. Some niggas just got to learn to take an L. Just, some people just got to learn to take an L, bro. He took his L a disrespectful L by getting slapped and not doing that. I'm saying you should have swung. And if Will Smith would have whooped your ass on that stage, so be it. So be it. So be it. That's why I said if I was his homeboy, we would have went to the back. He would have got his one-on-one in, and I, ain't nobody jumping in. And if he would have whooped my boy in the back, cool. Go on. I'm going to dust my boy up. Hey, we straight. You, you, you went out like a man. But for him to slap you and just say, wow. <laughs> that nigga said, wow. All right, man. I'm done with that. I'm done with that. But, yeah, that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Will Smith, my favorite actor all the time. Um, I got a top five. My top five actors and actresses all time: Will Smith, Denzel, uh, Viola Davis, Leonardo DiCaprio, and after that, it's like it, it varies from like a lot of people. But those four, 
And anytime they drop a movie, I'm watching that John as soon as it drops. Vada Davis, goaded. Leonardo Caprio, goaded. Denzel, come on. So, um, so let's move on to support. That's why we're here. But I'm just saying, but that would have been, if that, if Chris, that would have been a table, ladders, and chairs match. We would have turned the Aussies to a WrestleMania 28, and I would have came. Yeah, right on, man. I'm telling you. All right, but listen, let's talk some sports. So the final four is this weekend. Um, if you don't know, I'm letting you know now that I'm a Rock Chalk Jayhawks fan. I've been a Kansas fan since 08, probably longer than that. Since I was like in middle school, I've been a Kansas fan. Probably probably like sixth, fifth, sixth grade, I've been a Kansas Rock Chalk Jayhawks fan. I don't know why. I just started watching college basketball at a young age because I ain't had cable at my house. So, you know, when you ain't got cable, you watch local TV. And on weekends, what's come on local TV in the morning? Um, Sports. If you don't know, now you know. Um, especially during basketball season. Um, not football. Football only come on on Sundays. But during basketball season, on Saturday mornings, if you're not watching Saturday morning cartoons, but even after Saturday morning cartoons go off, one come on after that, sports. Um. Um, that's for people that don't got cable. If you don't got cable or you grew up with no cable, you know what I'm talking about. So, in the morning, when I used to wake up, I watch my Saturday morning cartoons. Boom, boom, boom. Got up about 8 o'clock. Watch them Jones about 11, 12. And after that, college basketball come on. College basketball come on. Or NBA come on. That's when I really loved it. NBA would come on. And sometimes college basketball would come on at night. So, boom. Kansas, when they had Julius Wright, Brandon Rush, Mario Chalmers, Sterling um, Collins, all them boys, Cole Aldridge, all them boys. We had all them boys. That's when I started watching them, and they won the next championship that next year in 08. So I've been a Kansas fan since then. That's the only team I ever cheered for. That's I say it's my team that has won the national championship. I, I don't have the best luck with teams winning the championships. I'm a Houston Rockets fan. I never seen them win a win the championship. Um, Houston Texans. It's laugh laughable. I mean, somebody just laughed right now when I said I'm a Houston Texas fan. Yes, it's laughable. And, of course, I've never seen they dog ass never win the championship either. And um, that's pretty much my main two. NBA, um, oh, oh, I, I lied. I lied. I lied. I've been forgetting about baseball because I'm not a big baseball fan, but I am a fan of the Houston Astros, and they have won a national championship. Um, in college football, LSU, Joe Burrow team won a national championship. So I, I witnessed, witnessed a couple. I'm short to myself. So I witnessed LSU. I'm an LSU football fan. I witnessed them win the championship. Houston Astros, I witnessed them win the championship, even though they cheated. I don't give a damn. And um, my Kansas my Kansas Jayhawks, I witnessed, I, witnessed, I witnessed three of my teams win the championship in my lifetime. If Houston Rockets win the championship, bro, you know how much stuff I'm going to talk. Bro, if the Houston Texans ever win a championship, I almost threw up saying that. But if they ever do that, Man, it's over with. So back to the game. Um, this weekend they're playing. It's going to be uh, Duke versus North Carolina. Crazy. The first time they ever played in the, in the NCAA tournament. On top of it, it's Coach K's last uh, – not last game, but last season. And on top of it, they're in the Final Four. Like, what are the coincidences of that? That's crazy to me. It, it sounds like some Illuminati stuff, though, for real. Like, it sounds like something that, that was written way before. Like, it's, it sounds like it's too good to be true. Like, sound like it's, it sounds storybook. Like, really, somebody really wrote this down and said, this is this, this is what it would be. Like, God said, this is what it would be. So, um, you got Kansas playing Nova, Villanova. Uh, um, Duke, uh, North Carolina. Uh, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm not a big Coach K fan. And I know people be like, everybody hate Coach, uh, everybody hate Duke. You you not you not know better than the rest. Bro, I don't I don't give a damn about Duke, honestly. 
Um, the reason I'm not a big Coach K fan is because the nigga get he gets away with stuff that other coaches would get murdered for. Like, if y'all don't remember when Coach Calipari, Coach Kyle, Coach for the uh, Kentucky Wildcats, when he first came in in the um in the and started when he left when he had his whole situation with Marcus um, Cambry opening Temple and, and whatever whatever all them allegations and he he ended up coaching at Kentucky and he started getting all these one and done players. People was dogging him. Oh. Oh, he's what before Kentucky when he was at Memphis. Derrick Rose, oh, dogging him. Then when he got to Kentucky, he turned up. He was like, "Oh, I'm in a blue book. I'm about to turn up on the ass." And he started really getting one and done. And people was dogging him. Oh, this is ruining the game. This is not how it's supposed to be played. All these coaches was talking down on him, just dogging him out. Coach K, and now he does one and done. Coach K probably does one and done better than um Coach Kyle, and you don't hear a whisper about it. You don't hear nobody say anything negative about Coach K. But they were just dogging the hell out of Coach Kyle for doing one and done. When now Coach K do one and done, oh, it's it's acceptable now. Now the coach, now somebody that we we deem as has has standards, somebody that we deem that's better than the rest. Oh, now that he does it, it's not a bad thing that he does it. So that's one reason I like Coach. I, I'm not a big fan of Coach K. Another reason he coached the Olympic team for like a hundred years in a row. Bro, that's a disadvantage to all the other coaches, man. Like he coached, he literally coached the Olympic team for a hundred years in a row. I'm exaggerating, yes. You know I'm, you know I'm exaggerating. I'm just saying, nigga, that's how I felt. That's unfair. And the last thing is, he does little slick stuff, and people just don't say shit about it. Like the time when he was talking stuff to, um, like the time he lost to Oregon in the NCAA tournament, and he came up to Dylan Brooke after the game, and, and kind of um, when they were shaking hands after, in the lineup, and he kind of grabbed him and said something to him, yada yada yada. And they asked him right after the game, he was just like, "I ain't say that." And they was like, "Coach, Dylan already said you said that." Then he up there looking like looking like a fool, like oh, 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 like looking like a fool. Like, dude, you lying? Why you lying? And guess what? Nobody says shit about it. So that's my that's the only reason I just not don't I'm not a big fan of Coach K because it seems like he's above the law. He like a he like a cop. That's what, like I feel like they're above the law. Like any like they not they can't be touched. And the stuff the other coaches do get they get dog walk for Coach K. Nobody say anything about it. Oh, it's Coach K though. I'm not a big fan of that. So that's one that's the main reason I'm not a big fan of Coach K. But with all that being said, I think they go whoop the fuck out of Duke. I mean not Duke, but North Carolina. Uh, let me stop cussing. Good Lord, I'm cussing a lot this episode. I guess I'm just so hyped to be on him by myself again. <laughs> Let me calm down. But yeah, I think they go whoop uh, North Carolina. Um, North Carolina caught him slipping in the um in the, uh, conference tournament, and I think uh, Coach K not losing again to the same team, kind of like Tom Brady when he lost to the Saints two years and uh, two times in a row in the regular season, and they beat the brakes off him that last time. Tom Brady didn't. He wasn't gonna lose the third time. Not when the money is online, when it counted the most, and in, uh, in the playoffs. And I feel like the same thing for Coach K. I feel like he go, he go push through, and he go make it to the national championship. And I feel like Kansas go push through, and um, they go make it to the national championship. And we are gonna see what happens after that, man. You know, I'm a Jayhawks fan. It would be cool, pretty cool to see Nova push through, and um, Jay Wright beat Duke in Coach K last game. And it's kind of like the passion of the torch. To, from Coach K to Jay Wright as the new best coach in college basketball. Because that would be Jay, Jay Wright's third championship. So that would be pretty cool, like, like kind of like a pageant of the torch. But we'll see. I'm not giving up on my um, Jayhawks, and we're going to definitely see how it goes from here. But, yeah, man, shout out to all the pen, my, my friends that, that cheer for Duke, um, LD, uh, Vic. Uh, it's a lot of them. I don't really care for them. X. 
and my man Law cheer for uh, North Carolina, even though he's from Texas. But I cheer for Kansas, even though I'm from Louisiana. So it's no, it's no judgment here. Um, but let's move on to the next topic. So this next topic is an interesting one because I've been talking about this for a while. So John Moran, right? I had I, I told y'all a couple of times that I had a big debate one time with with a group of people in a group me I got added to by my uh my my fraternity brother, my chapter brother, Rashad, my DP, my pops. So he added me to this group, right? And um he was just like, Hey y'all, this is my boy Matt, he talks sports, yada yada yada, boom, boom, bam. Added me in that show. I got in that I told y'all this story, everybody went in there, said John Moran was overrated. Said he'd never win MVP, and I said his ceiling is on Damian Litter. I feel like none of that is bad stuff to say about someone. Man, I don't know why I said that, because them niggas went stupid. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It was like 10 against 1. And like I said, I hold my own, bro. If I got to take an L, I can take an L, but I can hold my own. I'm not I'm not no look. I'm not no look boy. You know what I'm saying? I can hold my own. So I was debating all of them. Cool, let's get it. So John Moran went. On to that, that season, got in the play in and beat Golden State. And they, all them boys are adding me tomorrow. I told you, I told you, I told I'm like, bro, he liked that, but y'all making him seem like he too much like that. That's my only. I said he was overhyped. I didn't say he was overrated. I didn't say he sucked. I didn't say he wasn't any good. I said he was overhyped. And to this day, he is still overhyped. I said that the hype train went down but now that he start balling again they start overhyping him again and when i say he's overhyped y'all talk about him like he a top five player in the nba like he's let me see like he's Giannis on the level like he's lebron level like he's kevin Durant level like he's stephon curry's level like luca level like he's not that level like he's good he's damn good but he's not even the best point guard in the nba he's not even the second best point guard in the nba you know what I'm saying? That's what, that's what I'm saying when he's over. I have y'all talk about him like he's the next face of the fran- NBA. Now, he is the face of his franchise, but the next face of the NBA that's going to take the lead over and just start winning championships. He's not going to do that, bro. And that's no hate to him. Hopefully he gets one, but he's not about to win like three championships like Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not that level. And, and on top of that, how often do we see – Miniature point guards lead their team to the championship and be the best player on that team and win a ring. How often do we see that? Think about it. Isaiah Thomas, Stephen Curry. That's it. That's it. That's it. Steph Curry was the best player on his team, and they beat the um, Cavs, and they came back the next year, and he was the best player again, and they lost to the Cavs, and they went and got Kevin Rand. He went and got two more rings. But before Kevin Rand got there, he still made it to the finals twice and won a ring. And went and won two MVPs. That's you can overhype that. You can't overhype that really because whatever you say about it is true. Okay, Isaiah Thomas, bad boy Pistons, made it to multiple uh, multiple finals, one two, made it to multiple Eastern Conference finals, and they got old. They started breaking down, and Jordan came into his prime, the best one of the best players of all time, the best player in some players' eyes, but not me. Um, and he shut them down, and they couldn't win again after he reached his prime and got his sidekick in Scottie Pippen. So it took Michael Jordan and, his, and Scottie Pippen to stop Isaiah and the bad boy Pistons to stop winning. Now, if you're telling me John Morant is as good as those guys, okay, we go see. We go see. I don't think he is. That's why I said his ceiling is Damian Litter. Think about Damian Litter when he's going off in the season. Everybody be like, oh, why he's why haven't he won MVP? Oh, 
Why isn't he? Oh, why, 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 why? Get to the playoffs, flame out. Because it's hard for a miniature point guard to lead a team to the finals and win a championship. That just is what it is. Like, that's why Chris Paul has yet to win a ring. Because he's because he's always the best player on the teams that he play on. And that's why he doesn't win. And, and my dream team, when I become a GM one day, of course, if I can get an all-NBA point guard, I'm going to get him. I'm not going to say I don't want you. But my best scenario is to get an all-NBA wing player. A wing player, two-way wing. Kevin Durant, Kyle, oh, not Kyrie, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, LeBron James, even somebody like Paul George. He's not the level to be a superstar, but a player like Paul George. That's what I'm saying. Like somebody like that, like a two-way wing. Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, two-way wings. Like these guys are 6'5", 6'6", two-way wings. Like Giannis Antetokounmpo, two-way wings. Like those are the type of players that win championships in the NBA. And, and if it's not a two-way wing, two-way wings are the ones that win the most championships. But if it's not a two-way wing, it's a dominant big. Shaquille O'Neal, Tim Duncan, Hakeem the Dream, Olajuwon, like Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain. Like they're dominant bigs or they're two-way wings. You rarely see point guards leading teams to championships and winning as the best player on that team. Somebody may be like, what about Kyrie Irving? Was Kyrie Irving the best player on the Cavs? No. Is Kyrie Irving the best player right now? No. On his team? No. So yes, they can be a they can be a piece. They can be a, a part of the team. They can be the set the co-star, but as the best player, you need that two-way wing or that dominant big. And I prefer to have the two-way wing because you could do you could be more versatile with that. Okay, he can lock down your wing players. Need if he need to play post, he could. He could shoot the three and he can run the offense. I'd rather have a two-way wing player like that. Somebody like Kobe Bryant, a two-way wing. So when people tell me John Moran is is this, 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 I'll be like, bro, history is not on your side. And in the NBA history, 75 days, 75 years in, in 75 years, they we have had two point guards, miniature point guards. Somebody going to be like, what about Magic? Magic was six fucking eight. That nigga was not a miniature point guard. So, again, two miniature point guards, Curry and Isaiah Thomas, that led their team to the championship and was the best players on their team multiple times. Multiple times. So that's why I'm not a believer in John Murray when y'all try to overhype him. I believe him as a good player. I believe him that he can ball. I believe that he's an all-NBA player. Probably going to be first team. I believe all that. I say he, his ceiling is Damian Lillard. And that's not a knock against him. Damian Lillard is one of the all-time greatest players of all time. He's on the 75 greatest teams. I mean, 75 greatest list. So that's not a knock. I said I said his ceiling was Damian Lillard. And niggas cussed me out. Like I said, a nigga was, like I said his ceiling was Swiss Parker. Like, seriously, I said the boy Silla was Damian Lillard, and the group, he said, oh, my God, who is this guy? Get him out of here. Y'all, y'all niggas act like I compared him to Swiss Parker. Come on, man. If y'all remember Swiss Parker, go Google Swiss Parker. Kobe, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. He remembers Swiss Parker. So back to my John Morant conversation, and that's why he's not in. People look up and say, why is John Morant not in the MVP conversation? Because his team is 18-2 without him. His team is balling without him. So how are you the most valuable player to your team if they keep winning without you? That's why he's not in the MVP conversation. And that's why he shouldn't be in the MVP conversation. I ain't going to lie. First of all, when I, when I was squinting, I said, hmm, maybe he should be in the MVP conversation. Because they was balling. He was balling. They was winning. But when he went down injury, the winning didn't stop, boy. The winning did not stop. They kept balling. 
and they still falling without him. Now his knee gonna get reevaluated right before the playoffs start. So hopefully he all healed up and can go with the team because they definitely gonna need him to win playoff series. Like it's different winning regular season game than winning playoff season. When you get to a playoff series and a team can hone in on your best player or your whatever you do best and take it away, you need a difference maker like John Morant to take you over the top. Playoff series. Now I said not a championship to win playoff series. So yeah, they're gonna need him in the play in the playoffs. They're not gonna be able to go far without him in the playoffs. But they just proving that he's not the most valuable player on that team because they winning without him, 18-2 without him. Take take Giannis off the books. Are they gonna be 18-2 without him? Take Kevin Durant off the um the Nets. Are they gonna be 18-2 without him? No, they're not. So that's all I'm saying, bro. So that's why John Moran I didn't MVP conversation. And Devin Booker, another player that's balling and I said he was overrated, and people went crazy again. They were like, oh, my God, what are you talking about? Bro, I just go based off facts and history. I'm I'm a, I'm a historian to the game. I just go based off what has happened in the past and what I could be predict, predict going to the future based on what happened to the past. And how I, how I see Devin Booker is, before Chris Paul stepped foot in Phoenix, Arizona, and put on the Phoenix Suns jersey, you couldn't sniff the playoffs. With the same exact players that got that was there when he got there that you had, you couldn't sniff the playoff. The moment he stepped in Phoenix, Arizona, and put on a Phoenix Suns jersey, y'all went to the NBA Finals. And now y'all the number one seed in the NBA this for the for the second season. So what's the difference? Well, he was young, man. Well, he was five years in. God damn. How long does it take for a player to lead a team to a playoff? I ain't saying go win a playoff series. I ain't even saying win a playoff game. I just say get to the playoff. Get to that. Get to the playoffs and get swept for all I care. But get to the playoffs. So that's why I said he was overhyped because people was talking about him like he was Kobe. I'm like, bro, Kobe Bryant would never miss a playoffs five years in a row. Are you stupid? Don't compare that man to Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant would never miss. That's disrespectful to Kobe Bryant to compare that man. That's why he said stop comparing me to Kobe because he don't want that heat. From that comparison from Kobe. So that's why I said, and that's why Devin Booker, like people, I know it was a whole campaign this last week. Why Devin Booker not in the MVP conversation? Y'all said the player, whoever was the leading leading scorer on the best team, deserved to be in the MVP conversation. Yes, that's true. That's true. That's true. That has happened in the past. That's true. But let's, let's put some context in the situations. Let's put some context in the situation. Context. <laughs> let's put some context in the situation. Devin Booker is on the same team with Chris Paul. That same team without Chris Paul couldn't sniff the playoff. The moment Chris Paul got there, they start winning. That's why Devin Booker not in the conversation. Because they don't think he's the most valuable player to that team. They think Chris Paul is. And that's why Chris Paul should have won the MVP last year, but they robbed him. But you look at his numbers, and his numbers not eye-popping like uh, Nikola Jokic, averaging 20,000 points a game and uh, 1,500 rebounds. Chris Paul averaging 16 points, 8, 9 assists, and they'd be like, oh, he can't win MVP with numbers like that. But he's the most valuable player to that team, a team that couldn't sniff the playoffs without him. He joined that team, and that team went to the NBA Finals. That's valuable. So he deserved MVP last year. He's not going to – he deserved it this year, but he can't get it this year because he missed many games. So he's not going to get it this year. But last year, Chris Paul should have got MVP. And the reason Devin Booker not an MVP conversation because he's not the most valuable player on his team. Chris Paul is. And it's no knocking against Devin Booker because Devin Booker is a baller. Super baller. But that's, that's why. So that's why Job and Rant not in the MVP conversation. And that's why David Booker not in the MVP conversation. I just had to let y'all know. Now to talk about who is in the MVP conversation for me and, and, and at the Open Shrine Network, my top five MVP players, 
So I'm going to give y'all five names, all right? All right, five names in the conversation to be MVP. But when you say in the conversation, only two or three of those names can actually win it. That just is what it is. So for me, top five, I have Jason Tatum for what he done at number five. Jason Tatum for what he's done with the um, Boston Celtics. They've been the best team in the NBA since um, since New Year. Since 2022 started, they've been the best team in the NBA. So I got Jason Tatum. I got Luka. I got Nikola Jokic at three. The two spot, I got Joel Embiid. And at the number one spot, I got Greek Fleet. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo are going in with the best record in the East Conference. And he's putting up crazy numbers. So that's why I got him at the top. And he's already a two-time MVP, a finals MVP, and a defensive player of the year. So in a five- to six-year span, Giannis has went, would have won. If he win the MVP this year, three MVPs, a defensive player of the year, NBA Finals, and a Finals MVP, and potentially to go back-to-back this year, to do the dog. <laughs> like, it's, it's, no, it's nothing that you can say otherwise to make me think otherwise that Giannis is not the best player in the NBA. Kevin Durant is a dog, too. But I take Giannis and Kevin Durant right there second, right on his heels. Amazing how elite and talented he is coming off the Achilles injury that that killed careers. Let's be honest, players that got uh, the two Achilles, they never they never return to form, form. We can look as far as right now, Demarcus Cousins, towards Achilles, never been the same. Demarcus Cousins, he was a dominant big man, probably the best big man in the NBA at one point. He's still young, but it is what it is. So that's my list. Like I said, I got, again, five, I got Jason Tatum. Four, I got uh, Luka. Three, I got Nikola Jokic. Two, Joel Embiid. And one, Greek Freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo. So now to move into, who man, I came out blazing on y'all boys, man. See, I feel like I'm giving y'all some amazing content. Some amazing content, right? Good takes, interesting takes, different from the rest. And the only the, the only thing is, bro, and I feel like the difference between me and everybody else, I don't wait for anyone else to say it. I just say what's logical. Like, I don't have to hear someone else say a take for me to be like, oh, that's right. I just say whatever is logical to me. And I have I backed it up with facts, history, and stuff like that. And I just roll with it. But I don't I don't need Stephen A to tell me what the thing. I don't need Skip Bayless. I don't need Max Kellerman. I don't need Cole uh Colin um the herd. I don't need Nick Wright, I, Chris Broussard. I don't need them. I watch them because they entertain and I appreciate their takes and their intake on basketball because they have amazing intakes. But I don't need them to tell me what to think. Now some now sometimes when I watch them, they they give me a different perspective when I was thinking. Colin does it a lot. Colin gives me some stuff sometimes and I'd be like, Hmm, I never thought of that. Nick Wright does that too. I'd be like, hmm, I never thought of that. So I respect them for what they do and what they say because they have an inside knowledge of the situation because they go national programs. One day I'm going to be on a national program with them, hopefully, 
but if not with them on somebody network, whoever complete the golden child up. Um, but yeah, I don't need them to tell me what they think though. I just say whatever I think is how it's logical to me. I don't, that's the difference between me and everybody else. In my opinion, I don't wait for anyone else to say it. I just say whatever I think and roll with it. And I ain't saying that on cocky shit. I'm just saying on some real shit, <laughs> honestly. So this is not going to be a too long episode. I'm going to move into this next part and we'll go ahead and close out, man. Cause, uh, I want to get y'all, this could be the first time I get y'all episode that's under the hour. Mm, crazy, right? All right. So this next part is going to be something crazy that I seen floating around on the internet. So top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. I seen a list floating around and it was going viral and it was a trash list. So I said, let me get my top 10 quarterbacks and then go from there. So let me get my top 10 quarterbacks. I'm going to start from 10 and go to 1. So, at number 10, I have the current Super Bowl champ, Matthew Stafford. Uh, he was he was in Detroit, and he was talented there. He got he finally got to a, a well-ran organization and won a Super Bowl. At number 9, I got Justin Herbert. He has yet to make it to the playoffs, but his talent is undeniable. So, I'm going to give him that number 9 spot. At number eight, I have Lamar Jackson. Uh, had a the, his season was derailed with injuries this year. He's still waiting to uh, sign a big contract, but I can't deny the former MVP. His his uh, I can't disrespect him. He's 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 great. So Lamar Jackson, number seven, even though he has not played in a full year, I'm still gonna give Deshaun Watson that number seven spot. Former Houston, Houston Texans. And uh, we traded him, of course, to the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, not Cavaliers, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, and we're going to see what he does there with all that talent over there. If Cleveland can't get it right with Deshaun, bro, they need to sell their team to freaking Shreveport, uh, Louisiana. Send, send Cleveland to Shreveport. We'll turn, we'll, Shreveport will turn the Cleveland Browns up, bro. If y'all can't get it right with Deshaun, y'all not going to get it right with nobody. Nobody. So if y'all can't get it right, we'll give you two or three seasons to get it right with him after he get past these allegations, after y'all deal with these contracts, two or three seasons. And y'all don't, if y'all not in contention after that, send y'all team to freaking Shreveport, Louisiana. We're gonna call them the Ratchet City All-Stars. And we're gonna run, we're gonna run through the league. And they go the game's gonna be turned, and the stadium's gonna be packed. And we're gonna have Louisiana Daiquiri as a as a sponsor. We're gonna have uh What's that club over there? Status? Uh, whatever, uh, any one of them, them clubs, I don't, I don't go to no clubs in Shreveport, but shout out to Trent. Trent probably know all the names of all the little, little, little spots in, in Shreveport. He can give you the list of the top five, the list of the top five food places, the list of the top five uh, places, anytime. Any top five list you need as far as social life in Shreveport, Trent Starks can hook you up. <laughs> That's my bees, dog. But, yeah, man, we'll get some sponsors. And we'll turn that sucker up. And once we get Shreveport back, guess what we getting back after that? I mean, once we get um, once we get um, a football team in Shreveport, guess what we getting after that? We are getting Ratchet City Cocos back. We gonna get Cocos back. We gonna have a big Welcome to the City party for the whole new Ratchet City All Stars football team in three years. And I'll come be the GM for the low. We can run it like that for real, Cleveland. If y'all don't get it right, sing our team in Shreveport, and we gonna make we go we go get them right. We go get them right. So, um, six, I got Joe Burrow. I wish somebody would play with Joe Burrow down there. I got Joe Burrow. 
At number six, right out of the top five, going into number five, it's probably I got Russell Wilson. He's a new quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Wish him the best of luck with him and his beautiful family. Um, at number three, I have Tom Brady. Got to respect the GOAT. And number two, I got Pat Mahomes, boy. Pat Mahomes, uh, still the man, still the man. I will have him number, number one, but it's I can't discredit Aaron Rodgers, even regardless of his his NFL playoff flameouts. I can't dis- discredit him for being a back-to-back MVP at the quarterback position. You can't discredit that, dog. You can't. You can't. So I got him at number one. Um, some players I left out, of course, Dak, Kyler Murray, some players like that. So um, you just got to look and see how – I just don't think Dak is a top-ten quarterback. I don't think Kyler Murray is a top-ten quarterback. Um, those are really the only ones I feel like will be in the conversation outside of ones I already mentioned. So, but I, I like that though. I ain't gonna lie. Like I would love to have that. I want us to trade the shine to Dallas so we can get Dak in return, but we didn't, we didn't get any quarterback in return because we going to move forward with Davis Mills. And I don't know. He, he played good as rookie season. So I guess, he earned him a spot to stay on the team. So we shall see what he does going forward. But uh, I'm not a big fan. So, all right. So just to close up on this last topic, it's going to talk keep a conversation about uh, quarterbacks going. And it's going to be where will Baker go? I'm going to close up with this. Where will Baker Mayfield go? Uh, to me, I said on the last episode, I said I think Baker's going to sit out the whole season. And I think he's going to sit out the whole season and either be a backup or just not suiting. I'll be on the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers, I'm mean the Cleveland Browns team, and just not play. I'm starting to think that may not be a situation. You know, when new facts are given, opinions change. That's what people gotta understand. People get give takes on stuff, and they feel like they gotta they gotta down their heel, and you don't. Well, when new facts are presented, it's good. It's okay to change your topic, and um. Right now, I think he may end up getting cut. And the Cleveland Browns going to have to eat $18 million. And that sucks. So, right now, I think he may end up on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's not my first choice, but I have heard that. And the first person I heard it from was my man, Xavier McKnight. But the team I really think he'll end up on is the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he'll get over there and play with them. And I think Browns really don't want that to happen. But we will see. Breakout, wish you the best of luck. Hopefully you end up somewhere. Hate that you lost your job. But people lose their job every day, dog. <laughs> you'll be all right. You're a millionaire that lost your job. So you'll be straight. Get out your feelings. Seriously, got your feelings. So um, that's going to be it for me, man. Like I said, I'm not going to do an hour episode this time. I'm going to keep it right under about 45 minutes and um, get out of here, get in and get out. Uh, Chris Rock, if you if you ever want to set that one-on-one up with um, Will Smith, let me know, bro. I, I can organize it, and I'm promise you ain't nobody jumping in. We'll we go get that in and get that out. We can make it a celebrity death match. Not death match. Ooh, don't want to say that. Celebrity boxing match. And we can make we can turn that thing. Like I said, if you would have slapped me, it would have been that Oscar stage would have turned to WrestleMania 28, a table, ladders, and chairs match coming off the top rope on top of it. Bro, he walked away and just walked away like nothing. You could have just snuck him in. I ain't saying, I ain't advocating for somebody to get snuck, 
but you had your opportunities. But yeah, that's why I think it was stage. I I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I ain't, I ain't trying to get no conspiracy or nothing like that. But I think something about that whole situation just don't sit right with my soul. Like I just don't understand it. But it's whatever. It's whatever. So that's gonna be it for me, man. Um Make sure y'all get them parlays right, man. Shout out to my uh, no sports group, man. Them boys be betting. I ain't gonna put their business out there, so I ain't gonna say their names. But them boys be betting. And the only thing I will say, if y'all ever wanna hit a lick on somebody, look on line 52. And he's the six on line 52. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking, y'all. I'm just joking. That's my boy. That's my boy. I'm even gonna say his name because I don't want y'all boys <laughs> but yeah, uh, man, shout out to my sports group, man. All my, all my boys in there, LD, TJ, Trent, you know what I'm saying? Harold, everybody in that man. Big. Hey, all y'all, Rashad, everybody in that dog. I ain't gonna make everybody's name, but y'all know who y'all are. You know who you are. That's gonna be it for me, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm gonna catch y'all next time on the next episode of Overshot Podcast. Peace.